Hey guys, it's Elaine. This is episode 15.5 featuring our music maker from last week's episode, episode 15 with Emily Best. The music maker last week was Ziemba. And this week we have an interview with her and a live performance. I'm going to let Sarah kick this off. Earlier this summer, I was on a road trip through the South with some friends, and one night we found ourselves at a show at the Mammal Gallery, an unsuspecting art and music venue in the heart of Atlanta. That night, I met Renee Kladzik, a Brooklyn-based solo musician who performs under the moniker Ziemba. You can go. Ziemba is my grandmother's maiden name, and it's also a Polish songbird. She's so nice and warm in person, but when she got up there and started performing, it's like she was from another planet. We were all entranced by her performance, which concluded with her quietly and politely asking the audience to shift their attention from the front of the room, where she'd been playing a keyboard with pedals, over to an old stand-up piano, where she sat down and sang with the fire. It was raw and beautiful. With the fire, with the fire, with the fire. With the fire, with the fire, with the fire. Renee played her first solo show as Ziemba the day Lou Reed died. That was October 27th, 2013. She sang I'm So Free as a tribute to him. Since then, she has put out two albums and is working on her third. Now, seed, you have come home. Up on the roof to leap for the ladder. It's both really stressful playing solo and also really liberating. You're not dependent on anyone else, but you're also completely dependent on yourself. Most of the time, if I play a solo set, I'll do at least one or more just total improvisations during it. I like to make a song and then watch it transform in front of me, and so that's why pretty much every song I've written, I've had. Like, I've played in a number of versions, and sometimes with a band and sometimes solo. The hard thing for me to begin with was that I couldn't, like, bounce ideas off anyone else who was as invested as me. But it's actually, like, forced me to trust my own ideas more. This naval path, a dugout place, an outline, cosmography. You asked what the hardest part is. I think it's just like being accountable for your decisions and representing yourself in a way that you can always stand by. I'm making myself a public persona to some degree, so I kind of am presenting myself to the world for judgment. I mean, and that's scary. Renee's also a performance artist in New York City, an experience combined with her music that has led her to appreciate the audience and the connection she can make with them. I do think about the obligations and the ethics of a performer. And it's like a power dynamic. Like, I mean, I'm sure we've all been held hostage at a show before where like the performer was not considering the audience or was treating them really callously. I, I feel like that happens a lot. And there's sometimes when it's worth it. Where, or there's like an artistic payoff in a way. And there's sometimes when it's just someone being like masturbatory. There is this goal that I have that's, you know, to regard the power that I hold when I'm performing 
very consciously and tenderly, you know, and to not ever be abusive of it. Could have drowned himself. Could have we caught Renee right before she's about to leave. Her life's about to change. She's leaving New York City to begin a PhD program at Penn State. While she's there, she's starting a performance venue, an artist residency, and a 6,000 square foot warehouse on the side of a mountain outside of State College, Pennsylvania. It sounds pretty awesome. In deciding to start this PhD program and leave New York, it was kind of a difficult decision to make. I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to stop or slow down any of the artistic work I'm doing by going back into academia. And I actually just kind of want to rewrite the expectations of academia so that they fit with me and like, like build the mold instead of just going and trying to fit it. So I was like, okay, I really, I want to start an artist residency. I want to start a venue. I want to go there and make sure that there's stuff happening artistically that I'm excited about. And I, I can't expect it to just be there waiting for me. I guess the advice, if you want to create a whirlwind, is to start saying yes to things and not worry about if it's too much to do and just try to find a way to do it all. If you're an eclectic person, and many musicians are, then you often will find yourself at a crossroads where you feel like, okay, I need to either pursue this goal or pursue this goal. And it's like, no, try to merge it and you know, make your life as full as possible and challenge yourself. And you may be surprised by how much you can do. Now, here's a live performance by Ziemba. Hi, I'm Ziemba. We are at the Bohemian Grove in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and I'm going to play for you with the fire. Thank you. 
We hope you enjoyed this She Does Music episode, our new way of shining a light on our featured music makers. Visit our website, shedoespodcast.com slash music for more on Ziemba and to listen to the episode that her music was featured in, episode 15 with Emily Best. Thank you for listening to She Does Music.